Welcome to the fifth episode of Cinema with the Crew, a podcast where we talk about films. Films before the 2000s, after the, the 2000s, and just films in general. My name is Keo, and I am here today with Miguel, Sam, and Alex. How is everybody doing? Good. <laughs> yeah, we tired. <laughs> yeah, we tired. How yeah, are you doing, Keo? I'm doing okay, man. Uh, all my midterms are over, so I'm just I'm just hoping to yes, chill for the rest of the semester. Yeah. Does anyone chilling. else feel like their brain's kind of like lagging? Like, I just yeah. Feel like the last I my brain is bush. Like... I don't even know if it exists. Yeah, yeah. my brain just melted. I just feel like I'm just <laughs> so mentally exhausted that sometimes, like, I just kind of find myself just like sitting. You know there. how? You know how like you stutter in a sentence? Yeah. My brain stutters, and that doesn't even like possible. And I stutter. In my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brain stutters when I hear something that really doesn't make sense. Like when Donald Trump yeah. speaks. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like stuttering. Sometimes I say something weird and I'm like, people are like, what did you say, Alex? I'm like, did I stutter? I know what I said. You know, just Yo, I'm sorry to make this like super political for a second, but do you guys think Donald Trump is going to remain the president? It's really close. Uh, I knew this was going to come up. It's looking it's like... not like it. But yeah. That's looking real cl- I know it's looking like it's not, but there's still a yeah. lot of votes right, to count, so and it's looking a little too close for comfort. It's, yeah, it's like paused right now. I swear. Like imagine like, being Joe Biden right now. Yeah, <laughs> being this, this close to losing to that man. Before, yeah, he's gonna have a heart attack before he gets into the seat, yo. Like, <laughs> to be honest, though, I'm gonna be honest. Joe Biden kind of gives me like I don't know. He makes me nervous too. And it's not yeah, because like, I don't think he's, too. like, capable. It's just, like, I see the signs of Alzheimer's, and I'm like, is this okay? Bro, yeah. okay, it's weird because, like, Biden looks way older than Trump, but when I, fuck it, oh, when I uh, went on, Did like, you Google, Google it? yeah, it was, like, he was 77, and then Trump was, like, 74, and I was like, hold up, what? Like, what? Trump it's was crazy. good for his age. The biggest yeah, it's called shmoney. It's called shmoney. <laughs> shmoney and a fake tan, century, my dude. Bro. I was like, oh, Trump's man. lips are Trump fake, dog. He's routine, deaf. Bro. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> he's got his face that. done, although not very well. Mm-hmm. God, they like every every other like month they take like a little bit of like that extra fat from under his eyes and they inject it into his lips. Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> Yeah. Uh, just the... remember guys you're not <laughs> ugly you're just broke okay exactly <laughs> joe biden ain't rich rich like that trump's got money coming out of the zoo of course he's gonna look a little younger well they both got alzheimer's to be honest i think there should be a rule where we're not voting in well i guess not we but they're not voting in anyone over the age of 70 honest to god like, no that's, I, I agree it's getting yeah, a little it's bit a different sketchy generation, right? like i'm yeah, sorry why are we vote like why are you voting your great grandparents into office they could go at any time. That makes They're no built sense. Different. They're just yeah, built different. <laughs> built different. They're on their way out. It's going by. Whoa. Any oh, point in time. Like, there's a limit. And, like, I know technically you could really go any time. But, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather chance it on, like, that late 40s, early 50s, possibly 60s. But 70s? I'm telling you. No, no, no. I'm telling you. With Kanye the lifestyle West, and the... 
What? <laughs> Alex, like, don't even start with me. He's gonna bring it back. You know? Oh no 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 no! That man. I mean, he's in one of the states. He actually has the most votes, surprisingly. I think in one of the. States. He actually know. has lost his marbles. Like, yeah. For certain. Like, I honestly think and this is gonna sound absolutely awful, but I honestly, if I had to trust one of the two of them, if like it was Kanye and Trump in a room, I might Trump. I might pick Trump over Kanye. <laughs> Kanye's on a roller coaster, my dude, and there's not Bruh. a roller coaster in the room. <laughs> Imagine if he does become president, he drops a presidential album. Ah! <laughs> oh, right. oh god. So, how this show works. Okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Don't leave me alone. Okay, so how this show works for anyone joining us, it's not actually about, you know, politics or anything. Um, we're <laughs> basically watching movies for a two-week period we talk about one genre of film or we talk about an older film on one week so before the 2000s and the next week we talk about more modern modern films are a little bit closer to us now um and we contrast and compare both films so last week if you haven't noticed we didn't release a new episode of our podcast because school was really hitting us last week was hitting i think really stressful yeah, it was really stressful we yeah. had midterms we had our other stuff it was crazy but don't worry we're back with a new genre and a new okay. set of movies to discuss so our genre this time around is international movies specifically asia because that's what i realized <laughs> so miguel what movie are we going to talk about today all right so the movie we're going to be discussing today is called the killer so released in 1989, it's about a mob assassin named Ah Jong, who is no ordinary hired assassin. He is the best in his business, and he views his chosen profession as a calling rather than simply a job. So when a beautiful nightclub singer named Jenny gets blinded in the crossfire of his most recent mission, Jeffrey chooses to retire after one last job to pay for his unintended victim's sight-restoring operation. But when Jeffrey is double-crossed, he reluctantly joins forces with a rogue policeman named Lee to make his to make things right. So, what are your guys' thoughts about the film? That okay. was a lot. Uh, yeah. Before we start, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna remember these names like that. We're gonna go with <laughs> Shrimp Head. Shrimp Head. Shrimp Head. Shrimp Head. Shrimp Head. Shrimp Head. Shrimp Shrimp Head. Shrimp Head. Shrimp Head. Alright, uh, I'll explain it because I really like this movie. I I did a lot. I did a lot more research into it after like, what happened. Essentially, like basically, the dedication I showed for the Crazy Rich Asian episode was like the same thing here. Wow. Essentially, uh, okay. so Shrimp Head is the assassin, right? That's Ah, ah Jong, right? Yeah. And uh, Small B is the second main character, which is the policeman. And they basically gave each other this nickname because they confronted each other at the apartment. Like, it's actually kind yeah. of a funny scene that they're just pointing the guns at each other, having a normal conversation, right? Mm -hmm. But that's who they are. And essentially, wait, are we talking about the plot of the film? Wait, why am I explaining this? Uh, are you talking about Shrimp yeah. Head and Small B, my dude? Uh, <laughs> oh, we're talking about them, like why they have the nickname? Yes. Yeah. Oh, the reason they had the nickname was because. When they were in the uh, Jenny's apartment, Jenny didn't know, because uh, Jenny's blind, right? She didn't know who uh, um, who the, the guest was, because that guest was trying to get, um, what is it called? Wait, I'm losing my train of thought here. Hold up. <laughs> Basically, Ajang and Jenny were like in a relationship. Ajang was visiting her apartment, but at this, and during that time, um, 
Lee figured out that Ajong was the murderer of something that happened recently. So he confronted him at, at her apartment also. And when they both confronted each other, Jenny came in and it was really awkward, right? Because they're both holding a gun pointed towards each other. So they made up this whole story that, you know, they were childhood friends who played soccer with each other and gave each other the nickname Shrimphead and Small D. That's the context behind it. Yeah. And that's the tea. That's the tea. tea. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Alex. So what is what do you guys think? What did you did we like it? What are your thoughts? I liked it. It was really good. Really liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but I was like, there were a couple of points where it was just like, and then when I say slightly, I don't mean slightly, but slightly <laughs> unbelievable. Like, yeah. it, like, okay, there was a point where uh, the assassin shoots a guy in the head, right? And 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 the bullet hole, you can see the bullet hole in his head through the scope, but yeah. he's like, the, the dead guy stares into the scope for a second before like, falling backwards from the force of the bullet and i was like hold up hold up but (laughs) overall i i I liked it yeah there was a a lot of funny moments because remember that scene where um shrimp head was trying to kill the boss right the boss of the triad the triad yeah that guy was sending people to kill him Mm -hmm. i remember i was watching it with a friend oh what's up i just wanted to make a joke Triads. Oh, okay. Try hards more like. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Honestly, I have something to say about these triads, try hard people. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry, <laughs> Alex. No, it's fine. But basically, I found it funny how they, you know, how like in that scene, um, they shot off his arm. Like, uh, what's his name? Um, what's it? Shrimp head shot off his arm. That that boss's arm. And like they see the arm dangling off of like the car, but then it later cuts to the scene where he still had both arms. Like I find it funny how they had the budget to have a fake arm to indicate <laughs> his arm being blown off, but then it still shows he has both arms in the later scenes. And then, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that was just weird. And then back to what Sav said about the triad being tryhards. I'm like, dude, like I know Shrimphead is like you know the best in the business, but how are you part of a triad and like you're losing? You know. Like, you guys have machine guns, y'all have SMGs, and you're losing to a guy with a pistol. Literally. Just, just one sad. singular gun. And y'all are literally rolling up with half the damn city. Are you serious? Right? Exactly. One of the other things, too, I was like, bro, how many bullets is I in literally, this damn pistol? I literally I was like, who's paying for all of this? <laughs> I, okay. Like, I'll go like, over here, like, looking at the payroll, like, how many bullets we wasting? <laughs> damn. <laughs> this coming out your pay. <laughs> Like, <laughs> this come out of your paycheck, bro. Like, remember how they were trying to ambush him in like his own house, and yeah. he just outplayed everybody. He literally shot a guy through like the red window, and like he wasn't even yeah. looking where the guy is. And that guy, and then every time they all did a sneak attack, they just suck it. I'm like, come on, y'all are part of the triad. Y'all and, ain't like, very stealthy. Like man, <laughs> spidey senses or something. Yeah, cause... man has some <laughs> Like for example, when. When he went to Jenny's house and uh, Small B was there, the detective, before he opened the door, it was like he knew. Yeah, he just knew. (laughs) But like for me, I was like, what, how did, how did you know? 
Yo, what got right? me was him paying the garbage lady. <laughs> oh, <laughs> somebody paid me to a thousand dollars to chat with you. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, we're not done chatting. Yeah, that yeah. was just getting beat. Oh yeah. god, it was really funny, but um, the whole premise of the movie, as I looked more into it, is basically um, the theme of the movie was about honor and friendship. Right, the director of the movie, John Wu, uh, saying like how the movie was trying to find if there's something common between two people, kind of like this romantic poem. And the structure of the film follows two men on opposite sides of the law who find a relation to each other in their opposition to a greater evil, which is the triad boss Wong Hoi. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. And yeah. like, man, I wanted that guy to die so badly. Near the end, when Smallby shot him, I felt so satisfied. Like so satisfied. <laughs> Like yes, but, um, finally did. But yeah, Wu was saying how like the reason his inspiration for this movie was that when he was young, he was fascinated with the cartoon with uh, this cartoon that he loved very much about a white bird and a black bird who are always against each other, but deep in their heart they're still friendly. And the idea came from that, which is shown in the scene where Small Bee and Shrimp Head, you know, were in the beach house, uh, were in the beach house, and one of them was wearing a black tux, one of them was wearing a white tux. So that's where I think the Blackbird and Whitebird came into play. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that until after the film, but that was interesting there. And the movie just really shoves down like your throat, essentially that theme of honor, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like what was it? Shrimphead. Not gonna lie, these nicknames are kind of making me like think twice about who's who. <laughs> but like Shrimphead is, you know, a man of honor. He only kills if he has to. He saved that little girl's life. He wanted to atone for what he did. And then their partners were like really ride or die. You know, like they risked their lives to help their friends. It, it was, it was crazy. I just love how they just really shoved that push, mm -hmm. push, shove. Okay. They really uh, push that theme into your face, essentially. All yeah. right. So I'm going to ask a question. I'm just going to ask it now and then let it simmer and then ask it again near the end of our episode. But the, the name of the movie is The Killer. Yeah. <clears throat> Who is The Killer? Is it the assassin, or is it then the detective who ends up uh, killing the mob boss at the end? I, I thought it was more of like Ahjong or, or Shrimp Head, because he was the more of the killer in the movie, I, I guess. I think it's like more poetic, because it starts out yeah. as as um um shrimp head and then mm -hmm. it in the end it ends up being small b so it like comes that's true mm -hmm. yeah i was thinking that too big brain Ooh. big brain big brain yeah, the brain is so wrinkly from that one statement <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i think the title is just as sam says poetic and it just changes throughout the the film right in the beginning you think that it's uh shrimp head and in the end it became you know small the end it became small b yeah small b because if, if you really think about it like out of all like all those assassins that were coming like after him mm -hmm. they killed what one person mm. literally what do you mean wait they like all person? those assassins yeah they killed one person they ended up like they technically killed the, the partner yeah right? the partner uh, and then that was kind of it. Yeah. That was the only person that they actually, like, killed. Yeah. 
it's so funny how like the tribe boss was like yeah who he's gonna kill me like like you know i got like brothers on the street to like who got my back but i'm like your brothers kind of suck suck like if you're in a like how are you losing a church fight it's two against the world. How is the world losing? I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Can we talk about the church for a moment? When Jenny's hiding in the back and the boy comes out and takes her and moves her, I was like, Yo, where was were like, you? You were just chilling this whole time. You're like, damn, that's a lot going on outside, huh? Yeah. Like, Maybe I can see if everything's okay. <laughs> and he just does the sign of the cross while everything's going down. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, oh, um, damn. <laughs> you know what I found out apparently? Um, what? I found okay. This sounds really dark now that I think about what I'm gonna say. <clears throat> but like, I found out that not not. Uh, I found out that if you confess a murder to like the priest or someone in church, they won't say it. And I remember I told that fact to my friends, and they're like, "Wow, the priest is a real one, huh?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah like I'm pretty sure. Like, isn't it? They're like legally uh, allowed to withhold the information, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I swear that's yeah. But like, isn't that really interesting?" Good pretenses yeah. yeah right because technically i understand that you're holding it in confidence but you mm-hmm. you killed somebody yeah yeah so does yeah, that mean but, like but in their religion god is higher than the law yeah that's true. right but does that mean the religion should proceed over society <laughs> mm. Yeah, but you right? have to like, that's, that's it's like one question. of those, it's one of those arguments, we're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's different, that's different. That's, that's a spiral, that's a slide, like, all the yeah. way down to the bottom. Yeah, I don't think we're in the mood for that. <laughs> but, uh, I actually found out why the church was actually so prominent in the film, because, like, I think, uh, when I was looking at the movie, like, just looking through the, the clips, there was just church scenes, right? And I wondered why there was church scenes there. But apparently the reason why there's church is the director wanted to use the imagery in the church to show that God is like very welcoming. No matter if it's a good or bad man, everyone's welcomed, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it comes yeah. out of the perception of good versus bad, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of funny too because like um, Shrimp and Small B, they're actually, even though they're on different sides of the law, they're pretty, they're really similar, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. like Shrimp Head was saying how like, they're similar because they both make a living with the guns, but how they use their guns is very different. Mm-hmm. Right? I found that really deep and poetic because, well, yeah, it sounds just deep and po- poetic. And then mm-hmm. they just become, they literally just become ride or die, uh, ride or die buddies in the short period yeah. of time. Church fight. Really love that though. Really love that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I really thought it was like interesting, like how they explored religion. Cause like, as you said, there was like a lot of church scenes, but they didn't mm-hmm. necessarily like allude to God, you know? Yeah. It, it yeah. really came down to like that perception of good, perception of evil, you know? Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, they kind of like even set it up when he asked, um, do you believe in this stuff? And yeah. he said, nah, I just like, I just like the quiet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't come here because I believe in God. I come here because it's calming, you know? Mm-hmm. And I also thought All it was right. like very... I don't know, I can't think of a word for it, but I, ironic, I guess, when the statue of Mother, like, of, of Mary getting shot when Jan- Jenny ran behind it in the church fight, mm. after, like, how many times, and, like, how many times we got, like, that visual of it. Yeah. I thought mm. that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so, what are y'all, got that out of the way, what's y'all's favorite moment in the film? 
<laughs> my whole no my absolute favorite oh my god it was towards the beginning <laughs> when they like introduced shrimp head <laughs> the freeze frame where like he's like st he's standing there like pointing the gun and like they like get rid of like the imagery behind him and it like does like like the MS Paint like spray effect oh, behind yeah. him, and it goes blue. Oh. <laughs> that was oh. my favorite. I was like, damn, I can really tell when this is from. And they did like <laughs> that that really low budget like flame behind him. Oh my oh. god, it was like a like a fucking. <laughs> it was like it was like a five cent Bond movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love like it. The, was it, was it like favorite. the blood pouring down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was funny. That was literally the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I came out of nowhere. I literally oh, no. laughed so hard. All right, Miguel, what about you? Dude, I got like a lot, man. Like, Katie, remember when she Ajong or like uh, Shrimp Head was? going to the hospital with the little girl mm -hmm. and then like small b and his partner like caught up mm -hmm. and, and oh, it was like that. it was like they're literally like about to shoot their guns and the doctors were like helping out the little girl and they were like the doctors were just like um yeah don't mind them just help this girl <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're yeah. literally about to like have a full-on fight in the freaking yeah, was, emergency room great yeah god yeah that was pretty that was funny. funny and i mm. think it was like the ending in the church scene where like i don't know it was yeah shrimp head and small b they were they kind of like fought off everybody inside the church mm. and then they were gonna fight everybody outside they did like a slow motion like cool walkout scene oh, to the yeah, church yeah, yeah, with yeah. the bag and then like 10 seconds later they're back into fighting i was like what was that walkout for? <laughs> like, yeah, I thought they were gonna stop fighting after that, but they went. I know, and, and then they just fighting. like started shooting in. I was like, uh, <laughs> "Nice." Yeah. All right. What about How you? How about you? I like the the scene where they uh, Ajong goes into Jenny's house uh, and find out finds out the detective is there, and like they're both holding the guns. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and like she's like her eyes are damaged, so she obviously like she she doesn't see it yet. Yeah. The uh, but scene. It, it was almost just like they just like sit there and just like try their best to like uh, be normal. Yeah, yeah, be normal and to talk about quote unquote soccer. And I just thought it was like a really neat scene where it was like comedic, but they're also talking like uh, about soccer in the context of like their jobs. And then the uh, the detective's friend or whatever uh, jumps from the balcony, yeah. and the adjunct is like, "Oh, don't worry, it's just the trash lady." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god!" Like I gotta yeah. say, the stunts are like super, like well done though. Yeah, the stunts are pretty cool. Yeah, the action scenes are like. Even though they were kind of long and drawn out, it was really mm -hmm. good, I'd say. I liked every action scene. Mm -hmm. And yeah, which ties into like my kind of my favorite scene. Um, well, it's not really, uh, it doesn't relate at all, but 
my favorite scene is also like the saddest scene in my opinion i don't know why i like it so much but remember that part when um shrimp head's partner no like gave him the fake money at first and he said and then he and then he was like uh, his partner was like do you have enough bullets in that gun and he was like uh he always, he said i'm always having i always i always save one bullet last in the gun mm. you know to to, yeah. to, uh, to either kill someone or kill myself i found that so cool but then it was also so sad because at the end he had to kill his partner like Dude, that was like yeah that was so actually so sad i was like why do you have to do that man man yeah it was yeah. just so sad because his partner like his partner really tried to like show that he was like a ride or die friend he risked his life no. to, to go back to ask for the money and like man these guys are really built different because <laughs> like shrimp head partner and small bees partner right they're both injured but they still drive perfectly fine or like yeah, exactly perfectly fine i'm like y'all are really built different I understand that's part of the movie, but you know, they just, I, I just admire it. You know, I, mm-hmm. I admire their tenacity and their willpower to keep going forward with it. Mm-hmm. That's why it was really disheartening to see like a Zhang had to kill his partner when his partner did so much. And his partner was like, he was okay with it, but like, it's still hard to do. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had to do that, like, I wouldn't be able to do it. I yeah. A lot of what? us here wouldn't be able to do it. It's just really hard. Mm hmm. Yeah. All right. So we talked about favorite part. Let's switch it up and talk about least favorite. I don't really have any least favorite parts, to be honest. So do you guys have any? <laughs> how? How was he blinded? In okay. Both eyes. Yes. <laughs> but not right? like he didn't like I just I'm sorry. No offense. <clears throat> I'm not like a gun expert a bullet expert none of that but i'm pretty sure if you get shot in the eye that bullet is going through your brain i'm pretty sure if you get shot in the eye you're gonna die Mm -hmm. so how did he get shot in the eyes and only sit there blinded both eyes by the way yeah that didn't make sense at all yeah, because, like, I thought he got shot somewhere else, and then the camera panned him, and then it was, like, was both of his dude. eyes are, like, gone. I was like, what the heck? Why? Like, he he even was, like, made a, like, a favor to a, a small bee that, like, if I die and my eyes are good, you know, uh, give me, give Jenny, like, my corneas or whatever. But, like, his eyes ain't good. His eyes ain't good. Like, yeah. both eyes, too. I was like, dang, bro. That's tough. Yeah. And then, like, actually, <laughs> I actually kind of do have, like, a least favorite part, but it was, like, it was more of, like, a nitpicky thing, too. It also happens in the last scene, like, when he, when uh, Shrimp Head got blinded and the Mafia boss or Triad boss wanted to escape uh, mm. and, like, and, like, Small B was trying to find him. He was struggling to find him. I'm like, bro, you call yourself a cop? You can't find him? Mans is injured, bro. And that was just a kind of nitpicky thing. Mm. But, like, he made up for it near the end when, like, he had the conscious choice to not shoot that guy, to shoot the boss. But he still shot him. Yeah. It was satisfying because, like, satisfying. it felt like... Okay, that makes me sound like a like a sadistic person. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but, you know, it was just, like, satisfying because, you know, he... 
like small B, like even though they're enemies in the beginning, they both connected, right? Mm-hmm. Connected to the point where like they instantly just became ride or die friends. Like remember how after the whole beach house fight, he helped him solder like the wound that he had. Which by the way, I didn't that know that was, was a thing. so gangster. Yeah, yeah like, they literally yeah. cut open a bullet, poured yeah. gunpowder on it, and then mm-hmm. cauterized it with a cigarette. Yeah, and I was like, oh, dang. Damn. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Badass. Well, I like, think about I it. Know. The gunpowder is going to, like, combust. So it's basically the same <laughs> as, like, cauterizing it any other way, I guess. Just pour <laughs> gunpowder literally into your body. I'm sorry. I know I haven't seen a movie where people had to solder their wounds like that, to be honest with you. Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that is the so, word. Was I using the wrong word? Cauterize? I, I, I don't know. It sounds like it, it's the right word. Where's our resident yeah. genius? Kyo? Who's that? Kyo? <laughs> yeah. Kyo. Right. What is cauterized? Cauterizing <laughs> means just like, uh, essentially, it just means disinfecting the wound uh, through burning it, uh, usually. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't heard what solder means. I know what cauterize means. So maybe it wasn't uh, me that was wrong. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to put that up for a discussion for later. Um, okay. I was high because I was watching this film with friends, and they're like, yeah, they're soldering his wound. And I'm like, okay. So I, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know the... Uh, the what, what's the one that you said, Sam? Cauterize. Cauterize. Cauterize was a word, too. They should have just said sanitize at this point. I would have understood. Sanitize. <laughs> with gun yeah. um, I, I I do agree with Sam, though, about uh, him getting blinded. I was like, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> What caliber are these bullets? These are like rubber bullets. Um, no. Uh, but I just thought it would have been a lot more interesting if it was like a fist fight or something, and like one of the guys found glass and then stabbed his eyes instead, because that would have made sense. Yeah. Mm, right. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But really, two bullets in your eyes and you still aren't like, what is your brain made made out of? Like, <laughs> headstrong, a whole new definition, you know, like. Um, but no, I, I thought it was mostly enjoyable, aside from the, uh, like, I, I just felt like there were some parts where it was like, they, they need a specific effect for the pro, the storyline to forget, progress, but the way they did the effect was not realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. like I said, they had the budget to do, to put a fake arm in. <laughs> to CGI that stuff out. So I think, yeah. you know, because yeah. like when I started watching the film, I like instantly got those old timey vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, sounded like a VHS film in the beginning. Really like, I'm like, I'm like yeah. this is the film I probably watched back then, like in Vietnam or something with my parents, because it's <laughs> like old, but you know, it was still a good movie. Yeah, I gotta say though. Just to like talk about like the shots from the film, the freeze mm. frames killed me. Those were good Every though. I ain't gonna lie. Time, I was like, what? Like the first time it caught me off guard. I was like, what? And then there was yeah. one where, it, for no reason, freeze framed on the sh- on shrimp head smile, freeze framed <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, small yeah, bee yeah. smile, and I was like, why? Yo, and, then, yeah. and then we came Yo. out of it, and I was like, for what purpose? Are we gonna talk about how in love the, the the detective is with the assassin? I'm like, wow. 
Yeah, he like, was why don't you just marry eyes. each other already? Yeah, yeah look, I was like, oh, y'all should go leave Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jenny, like. Yo, speaking of Jenny, remember how in the beach house, like that's when they they both started working together for the first time, and like at first it was just those two confronting each other, right? And a small B, I think he dropped a gun or something, and then Jenny picked it up. I'm like, that's the last person you want to pick up, yeah, like, a no. blind person picking up a gun, and then she pointed it right at him, and, I'm, and then I'm like, oh no, like, I was so scared, honestly. Like, I literally was like, like, you about to get shot by a blind woman. Yeah, well, <laughs> he just like swerves it. <laughs> yeah, casually swerves. I the remember, gun. like after she shot, she started crying. She's like, "Oh my god." I killed him. He really didn't, because he just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Uh, you guys are talking about how those two should marry each other. It's kind of funny, because a lot of people actually think that the focus on male friendship in this film has been inter- interpreted as like homoerotic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I said, the people will bring their like own preconceptions to the movie. And if they see something in the movie that they consider to be homoerotic, then that is their privilege. It's certainly not intentional, though. That's not intentional. Yeah, but isn't that okay? But it's, you kind of see what you want to see. But listen, when the, he first started describing the assassin, Mans was like, his eyes had so much compassion. <laughs> That's so true. He did say that. And I was like, yo, this man's reciting Shakespeare. It's on. They're gonna get together. No, I didn't. I happen. definitely I like, oh. had a moment when he said that too. I was like, interesting way to describe him, but all right. Like imagine, imagine, like imagine you're walking down the street, minding your own business. All of a sudden, some dude starts mugging you, takes your wallet, dips, and you're describing him to the police. And you say he had so much compassion. His eyes. <laughs> they were full of passion. Like. What? You're gonna be like, okay, he looked like this, he was about this tall, he had like this on his face, and he looked angry. That's what you're gonna say. He's like, you know what? <laughs> like, I feel like he was having a rough day, but he had some power in his eyes. Yeah. What? Like, <laughs> instead of being like, oh, you know, he stole my wallet, it was almost like he stole my heart kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just oh, starts God. crying on the floor, like, oh, my heart. Yeah, it's not it's not intentional, but like you know, when someone says something like that, especially if you're a police officer trying to find a murderer, and you and you try to and you tell like the head that like oh what oh what did the killer look like? Compassionate eyes. He's telling the <laughs> artist there's weird. so much passion in his eyes. Draw the passion. So you didn't get the passion right. Draw it again. And then he's yeah. sitting in a room covered in his picture. Yeah. How Cover. much passion do you need, man? More. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was something. Uh, was that your worst, uh, like, least favorite scene, Kyo? Like, near the end? Like, about his eyes, just... Like, how he's still alive, even though he got shot. Like, even though he's blinded in both eyes. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Alright, then. Well, it was certainly right. mine. Because, like I said, it just doesn't make any sense for me, personally. Mm-hmm. like i can't and i really thought about it too like i really did i was like okay like maybe like you know because effects were hard to come by back then you know what i mean like maybe they couldn't figure yeah. out a better way to do it like you know maybe like there was some logistical way that this could have happened no mm-hmm. literally there was no way if he got shot in the eye he was dead yeah you don't survive that yeah. period yeah and like the thing is like how did that guy 
accurately just shoot you yeah, in both, both eyes. eyes. He's not Dang. even a good shot. He was sitting there firing right? for so long. It was so bad. And then he decides to bop, bop, right him in, in the eye. Literally. In the end. I'm like, how? The chances of <laughs> accidentally getting both eyes? I don't know, well, man. That's kind of sus. Right? You should go buy a lottery ticket. Oh, <laughs> right? Honestly. Yeah. Dude, well, I hated that boss, man. I hated the main boss. He was so, like... Because, like... Like, I, I know, like... I guess you could say Cantonese people are aggressive. <laughs> are they? Well, our, the way we talk is pretty aggressive. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of like an mm. aggressive language, but like, it's not the most aggressive language. Like Russian, that's an aggressive language. I haven't <laughs> heard Russian to be honest, but I. I no matter I what, it. it sounds like they're yelling at you. They just be like, <laughs> "I love you so much, Alex." It really, it sounds like they're screaming. <laughs> Period. Well, Same like, with German sometimes. In, well, you know, love comes in many forms. You know. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's facts. Although, like, I don't know, most times I've, I've heard, like, although it's always, like, an older Asian woman that I hear speaking Cantonese, mm -hmm. so, like, maybe that's it, but they always sound like they're yelling. They really yeah. do. Yeah. My mom is probably, my mom, I've definitely heard my mom, she's probably just normally talking, but the tone is just so rude sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, I, think my, I think in my head, I'm like, okay, is this necessary? You're like, like really? Chill. Really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think like that. But like, like, she's probably just asking me to do something, but that it just comes off so rude. I'm like, okay, buddy. Like, the only other person chill, like chill. I've heard is like you, Alex. But like, to be honest, whenever you're speaking, you literally just sound so annoyed and fed up. <laughs> you're just like over Honestly. it. That's your permanent tone. <laughs> so I can't Honestly. tell. It, it, sometimes I am over it. Sometimes like, it's what my parents... <laughs> When people ask me to do something, it's like I, I think to myself, I'm like, you know, I, I, I always think and forget that, like, sorry, I always think that, like, oh my God, like they ask me to do something that's pretty easy to me, right? Mm -hmm. But to them, obviously, it's like, like something they're not used to, right? Mm -hmm. Like, for example, my mom will keep, keep asking me, like, I've taught her how to do this thing on, like, on, like, uh, this, um, on the MasterCard website, right? To, like, mm -hmm. open transactions. I've taught her many times. And she still asked me, and like in my head, I think, bro, this this is easy. But then I think back, and I'm like, but then I have to like take a step back and be like, okay, don't forget, they're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like Speaking older. of, yeah, because it's harder for them to learn too. Because like my mom, like, mm -hmm. keep in mind, she speaks English fluently, okay, and I still have yeah. to, the amount of times I have showed this woman how to use her iPad. <laughs> It's the same as her phone. It's the same thing. <laughs> Anyways, it just it just happens. It happens. Yeah. Anyways, but since we were speaking about um language and Cantonese, I will say this is one of the first times I I've, I've like kind of been able like to vibe with the music included in mm. the um the oh, movie. Yeah. Especially when it's in a different language. Like sometimes I have a harder time kind of like following along or like I guess like I said like vibing to the music that's like included in it, but like Almost every scene that had, I guess, like Jenny singing in it, it worked so well and so beautifully. Mm -hmm. so, yep. I just thought yeah, that was the music was like really nice addition. Yeah, to like the it complemented it really, really well. Mm -hmm. oh. I think that it's funny too because, like, even though I'm Cantonese, I should be able to understand this. But I was watching this film with my other Cantonese friend, and I'm and we both agreed that we still need subtitles. Just <laughs> like I know they're saying like Big Brother, but we still gotta make sure. You know, mm. 
it's it's so funny yeah yo i'm sorry i have oh. one other thing to bring up what's up the harmonica <laughs> transition in the beginning that was the sweetest <laughs> thing i've ever seen <laughs> ever yeah. like we're just watching something and we start hearing a harmonica play and then all of a sudden it cuts like it's zooming out of us of a different scene and all of a sudden it's him <clears throat> playing the harmonica yeah, and i'm damn. like what how did we get here yeah. <laughs> okay really but did you, did you guys think that he was actually playing the harmonica why or like no i don't way. know man it that looked no like effect. from the he, he had it just he literally just had it in his mouth yeah like it the way he played it i was like nah this guy cannot play the harmonica like that is not how you play it. Nope. Mm -mm. Yeah. Like, no, I've no, never seen. You know how to play the harmonica? Okay. No, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm bad <laughs> at it. I never played, but like, the way like people, I see people play it. It wasn't like that. No, that was. <laughs> he literally fair. was. He legitimately was just holding it between his lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I did notice that in the film, or my friend pointed out to me that like it felt like the audio was recorded after it was the film was done. Because I've noticed that sometimes the the dialogue didn't match up with their mouth. So it's probably the case with the hunt. Oh, wow. I guess I was watching the subtitles a little too hard because I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. I, I was that. yeah. I was just reading subtitles. <laughs> but I really but truly... I I'm sorry. Go ahead, Alex. No, no, no you go first. Oh, I was just going to bring it back to the harmonica because I don't... Like, I could... I tried to think of another, like, scene or anything that could come to mind. Because I honestly don't think I've ever seen, like, a sound transition to a scene like that. Oh. Like, I literally can't think of another, like, scenario like that. Like, it was just so blatant and wild. I've seen one before, but, like, I can't think of the movie. It, like, blew my, my mind. I was like, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were in one scene, hearing a harmonica, hearing a harmonica. All of a sudden, he's playing the harmonica. It was literally through <laughs> yeah. me. It, I literally was like, what just happened? This is crazy. What creativity? Yeah. Who is this genius? <laughs> this director yeah. is an artist. He really is. <laughs> like he also drew on like animal symbolism throughout the film too. Because you mm -hmm. know, I thought it was kind of weird that they were like the church was filled with doves and pigeons. But apparently, the uh, the doves are supposed to like represent the spirit of the people, right? And then the cat in Jenny's apartment. So apparently in Chinese culture, when a cat comes into your home, it's an omen of like ruin and poverty for who for, mm. the, for its inhabitants, which is kind of what happened near the end because you know Jenny yeah. and uh, Jenny and Smallby's partner both met negative outcomes in the in the end, right? Because they were both like had to deal with a cat. So I found that really interesting. And then apparently the harmonica scene, like you know how at the very end of the movie there was a harmonica scene. Mm -hmm. It wasn't supposed to be a harmonica scene, actually. It was supposed to be a scene where Small B is meeting Jenny at the ho at at the airport. I think he's supposed to give her the money to go get her cornea replaced, but I think mm -hmm. because of scheduling like like issues, that they just had the harmonica scene at the end. Because I found that harmonica scene at the end very weird and just out of nowhere. Yeah, no, yeah. But apparently yeah. it was that because you know they couldn't film another scene because of scheduling. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a pretty long movie anyway, so I mean. Yeah, like, I think at one point I thought the movie was like, it's same, it was the same thing with us where like, you know how like for us, uh, I thought that after they escaped like their clones that the movie mm -hmm. was like done and I'm like, why is there still like 50 minutes? So that's how I felt with this film. I think at what point it was the, what's it called? I think it was 
I think when Small B and Shrimphead started working together, I thought the movie was like just like I'm like where how, I'm like why is there still so much left? Like what's gonna happen, right? Mm-hmm. Then it just escalates more and more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Movie kind of scary. Not gonna lie, I kind of like I felt really bad on how like they treated like Shrimphead's partner. Cause, like, yeah. Like, I thought he was gonna die in the in the hideout or headquarters or whatever. But he made it out. Yeah, exactly. I thought he was gonna die too. But he made it out. Like I've emphasized, built different. These people. I was like, like, oh my, how? How did you survive all that? Uh, Ugh, man. I just, mm, I just really like this film. I don't know what Mm -hmm. else to talk about. I feel like we've highlighted a lot of things. Okay, wait. This is gonna be like a little nitpicky, also. But like, did you guys think that um, Shrimp Head just did a little too much overkill with his enemies? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Homie put like sixteen bullets into somebody he just shot in the head. Right. Like, like why are you still shooting the body? Why? I get it. He did. I know he puts like freaking five bullets in one dude. I'm like, my guy. Remember, like, save your remember, bullets. Remember how he's sniping that one like, like president or something? <laughs> yeah, right. So he shot yeah. him so much, and then it's funny because like when every when all the officials around him noticed that he died, they're like, oh, tell him that. They're like, oh, let's not start a panic. Tell them that the president fainted. I'm like, no one's fainting with like five bullets across their body, bro. Like, yeah. no one does that. I just found that so funny. They're like, oh yeah, just tell people that he fainted, bro. You're covering yeah. up. You're covering him up with a blanket, and there's five right? bullets all like around his body. He he ain't fainted. He did. Like you know? Ajong literally shot him in the head first, and yeah. then he proceeds to do it two more times. In, in like the upper body and i'm like my guy you could have used that time to escape you know what else i thought was kind of ironic okay and it might just because be because it's an international film but did you notice yeah. that they were drinking american beer yeah oh, yeah they were yeah, drinking budweiser and it threw me i was like wait what oh really instead of like I obviously don't know the beers that are native to China, but like they were drinking Budweiser. Oh, I dang. Oh, I thought that was that. wild. You know? Mm-hmm. Did you guys uh, think that they really. Okay, I feel like they really shoved that theme of friendship and on in your face. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. But it's kind of just like having a protagonist like live by like a code, right? Yeah. Like, everyone has their own code, right? The, those things that they absolutely won't do under any circumstances and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Do you guys live by a code? Yeah. Oh. The law? The law? Are any of the police officers listening? So, so, so I see uh, you're, you're like small B, eh? <laughs> uh, you, you already know. You already know. <laughs> but, like... Yeah. Watching it for me was really, I guess, inspiring because, like, besides the law that I follow, <laughs> I, like, I don't know, it was really hard. To, it was really morally, how do I describe it? Not conflicting. Actually, there was a lot of moral. Yeah. 
ambiguous? What does ambiguous mean? Like, like, uh, it just, it just know. means like the answer is like really convoluted. Like it's a very yeah. gray like area. Up in the area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It. Yeah. It was like it left me feeling a type of way. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's um, sum it up there. Um. Uh, do we have you guys seen Seven of the movie? Oh, I I've like always maybe, wanted to but watch I it. I can't remember. It reminds me a lot of the movie. Um because those characters also live by a code. I am so sorry for you guys who haven't watched it. I'm gonna ruin it for you right here. Okay. Um <laughs> I was gonna watch it like today. <laughs> well, uh in this Go case ahead. you can keep it in mind. Um but in the movie the the character also lives by a code and at the end of it uh they they break the code and this entire movie was sort of it just felt like very similar to this one and i can't help but see the similarities in character because uh the main characters in seven were also cops mm. and mm. uh one like for me it seemed like one played closer to the rule book because he was newer, uh, and so in that way he was similar to the detective, and the other one played a little bit looser, which was similar to uh, the assassin. Mm -hmm. But yeah. they both had this idea of moral code, and they end up sort of stretching it, and the whole idea of the movie for Seven was uh, this director, this was his, his enjoyment piece, and he said it he said that about it too he's like i don't care if people hate this movie i did it for me i did it because it was fun for me and i i think that's really special because then as a director you can put what you want and then see how the audience reacts mm -hmm. and i for this movie i kind of feel like it's a little bit similar mm -hmm. but since i don't know what movies are actually like uh in you know, like in in um the time that it was made, uh, I'm just wondering if this follows a trend or if this is actually like revolutionary, right? Because like we found this uh movie through uh, a lot of reviews that was like, hey, like these are some of the best international uh, movies ever, and this was in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I can't help but wonder, like, how does this compare to other international movies or movies of the same industry? I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it too. It was a good movie. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like, it really inspires me to, like, as cheesy as it sounds, kind of be like that friend too, you know, that kind of ride or die. Do you guys have, like, those ride or die friends? For me, it's, like, hard to say right now. I work at this. I wow. don't see any of my friends um, taking a beating like that to get me money. Yeah, <laughs> like, bro, do not do that for me, please. Like, <laughs> <Too bad. laughs> I will make my own money. I don't, I don't, I don't want you bad. to get beat up. <laughs> I can see myself doing something like that, but I feel like, uh, but a beating is extreme. Like, did you maybe see that man's black eye? Extent. I don't know yeah. how he was alive, right? Built and he still drove to the church. Like, I'm pretty sure your, like, brain, like, explodes or something after a certain amount of Not to of, mention, like... not to mention, his hand was already, like, messed yeah. up, too. Oh, right, yeah. That's why he wasn't as good, because, like, if he was, like, good, I don't know, he was doing pretty was good. Not... Yeah, 
<laughs> I got both my hands are perfectly fine, and I'm pretty sure I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, tested my point again. What are you trying people doing? Like, you know how, like, when his, like, Shrimphead's partner first went to the hideout, right? Mm-hmm. He, like, he literally, they literally pat him down. He has no weapons, and yet he still managed to take a weapon, shoot, like, what? Five people and managed to hold the boss hostage. I'm like, what are you trying people doing? Is that shotgun for show? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm just like, Alex I'm also out here looking at the payroll, like, what am I paying you for? I know it's a film. I know it's like, you know, you guess you could say like plot armor revolved around like the main characters. Mm. I'm like, realistically, how are you taking that long to respond, man? Like, <laughs> again, like two. And again, in the church, I don't know how many times I emphasize it. It's it's, like, it's two against the world. The world just sucks, clearly. <laughs> Alex is cut up. Machine guns, nah. Like, pistols. Yo, I'm, I'm shook, though. Like, he was out here bopping with a shotgun. Yeah. Like, you, that's, every shot, you have to pump it again. How has nobody shot him back? Yeah, play, like, I, if you were one of, like, <laughs> this army of assassins rolling through these two church doors and you just watched three people just get pumped by a shotgun and then you watch another one get pumped by the shotgun, it's probably time for you to peek in there and shoot. Because he's probably reloading. But, like, here's my thing. Why would you go in there in the first place? If you were smart, I'd just shoot from the outside. That's true. Church window. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Also, right? how are you losing? When you got machine guns, man. That's also that sh- true. That stuff shoots faster than the shotgun. Like I said, I'm like, chick, chick, boom, chick, chick, boom. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I don't, what? <laughs> like, bro, your henchman abilities are like minus one. Like, <laughs> if you got a range weapon, why would you go in closer? No, just stay out. Homie, don't be like, my henchmen oh my suck. <laughs> They literally have aim assist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to find Dude, somebody it's... on far- Facebook Marketplace putting out an ad for new henchmen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Must yeah. know how to properly shoot. Must understand <laughs> bullet dynamics. Must understand <laughs> range. This the is a ranged is, weapon. The interview question is like, if someone shot a shotgun, they're reloading. What are you going to do next? That's so like there's two people question. stuck in the church and you're going to need to kill them both. What do you do? But they've killed half of, half your buddies in the two doorways. What do you do? <laughs> <Run away. laughs> actually, remember that cool part where like they didn't have bullets to shoot like the boss? So they threw the, the, like, the bullet like yeah. Uh, yeah how good's yeah. your shot oh god yeah that's actually okay, so well, cool okay that was really cool but i was really expecting that to like blow out his inside. yeah me too yeah but then it was just like it was just like oh that burns <laughs> it was like a smoke bomb i was like wait what also i kind of <laughs> yeah, expected like, him oh. to like toss it in the air and him shoot it in the air but instead he just like slid yeah. it across the floor and i was him. like what? i mean it worked on the corneas right yeah it <laughs> worked I don't know. I was expecting something cool, like in the air, yeah. like, like you know how like people shoot like plates in the sky, like yeah. they chuck a plate and they shoot it. I was expecting like that, you know, it's like boom, uh, but instead it was like sliding it across the floor. The how good is your shot? The budget, Anyone could have hit that shot. I think it would have been funnier if like 
they threw it and he like missed and they would have like a little argument. <laughs> I think it would have been funnier if they were like, you'll catch. <laughs> and he got it and then they yeah. shot it. <laughs> yeah, the enemy's just like, we would. <laughs> that would have been funny. It would have been great. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. So that seems like all the time that we have for today. Thank you all so much for listening. Please tune in next time where we talk about our next international movie. It is going to be a modern movie. What is that modern movie going to be, Alex? I'm being honest, I haven't seen this movie, but it has a lot of buzz. You know, just, I'll just give a subtle hint. It's not really a subtle hint. You know, just, just picture two Oscars kissing each other. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, that's good. That's, that's a good one. And if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Anyway, this has been Cinema with the Crew with Alex. I'm not Alex. I'm Q. With Keo, Alex, Sam, and Miguel. And we are saying. Bye. Bye.